July 29, 1987, France and England signed an agreement to build a tunnel under the English Channel. That's all I could find for today. Today sucks. Welcome to The Revisionists. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And our guest is a returning champion, uh, I think that's the word, of the show, uh, one of Denver's funniest funniest comedians one of my favorites please welcome again jose mccall hey hello everybody that other thing is a lie but hello internet <laughs> guess which one uh, uh, yeah <laughs> i think you'll be surprised <laughs> i don't know uh, i'm actually a plumber oh okay by tr- as you he actually started like screwing around with the mic stand and i'm like oh he is a plumber <laughs> but that's not what they do um well, um, <laughs> I have nothing to contribute again? to the plumber bit. It's I've it's gold. Mom, it's perfect as is. <laughs> like I have Mario references. I don't know anything about plumbing. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you are new to this show, um, the every week we uh, discuss a person or event from history. One of the people on the show gives an account of the real history. The other person gives a completely crazy bananas bullshit uh, alternate version of the history. And at the end, the third person and possibly you, the listener, mm. if you uh, pay for the right, much like <laughs> much like an American democracy where money makes your vote matter more. Um, you can also vote. That's where we got the idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, that also reminds me that a previous episode which was Teddy Roosevelt featuring Zach Welch. Nice. Mm. Um, that the the audience vote uh, actually canceled out the judges' vote, but it was a tie in the end uh, based on the math, um, <laughs> which what else would it be based on? Uh, so we're going to go with the judges' vote of the true history winning out. Uh, again, back to I, just arbitrary... I, I, hierarchy side yeah i find that uh to be a complete and utter humiliation and mistake (laughs) because that was a pretty i thought that was at least a decent alternate history even though the jokes didn't land super well sometimes i i thought it was a very well constructed story premise was was good the jokes were terrible Well, strap in this week because both of mine really questionable. That's my specialty. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This uh, this week we'll be discussing uh, Paul Kruger, uh, part of our series on figures in the history of colonialism, uh, which ended up being a very long series. <laughs> yeah, we just couldn't get enough colonialism, much like colonialists themselves. I <laughs> <laughs> um, hope this will likely be the last or next to last one before we move on to World War One. So look for that coming up. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, it's going to be from the depressing into the <laughs> even more depressing. Oh, let me tell you. If you like colonialism, <laughs> you'll love bodies trapped in mud, but they're still alive. Yeah. It's a it's a great war, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's why they named it yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you love 
the slow, quiet oppression that unregulated <laughs> colonialism and capitalism brings, you'll love when it falls apart and everybody suffers. Let me tell you, listeners, if you're wearing your I Heart Trenchfoot shirt, you are in for a treat. Uh, but uh, this episode, Paul Kruger, Jose, you'll be doing the actual history. That's right. And I will be doing the alternate. So, Jose, uh, why don't you go ahead and take it away whenever you're ready. All righty. Paul Kruger. Uh, no relation to that famous Kruger. Diane? thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Diane Ernest Kruger. Uh, born October 10th, 1825. Mm. The end. No. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. We uh, decided this week to do uh, a stillborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, those are our mini episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Born is generous at that point. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Paul Kruger. Uh, he's born on a farm in South Africa, uh, and like his family had been there for a while. Uh, like his thing, his dad had been there for almost like a hundred years. Uh, and stuff. So they've well, been there. Well, not his dad, because his dad was not a hundred years old, right? No, like okay. his his dad's side of the family. I'm not sure. You know. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever his it is. His father was not the crypt keeper, basically. That's right. Yeah, his dad wasn't immortal. Uh, <laughs> but his, his family had been there for like a little bit. Um, and he was a boar. I think is how you say it. Boer, boar, yeah, boar. Oh, okay. Because uh, the the way you pronounced it, I was assuming either he was a tusked pig. Or he was dull at parties. But, uh, Maybe he was a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll, um, we'll get there. Uh, the photo of him on his Wikipedia article is the baggiest looking photo of a person I've honest, ever seen. If he was both of those things at the same time, that's almost impressive. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so the boars, uh, that means to the Dutch farmer... Mm-hmm. And I guess to the Africans invader, I don't know. Yep. Um, <laughs> so it turns out they ended up having many words for yeah. that. <laughs> uh, so he his only education was reading the Bible. Mm. That's and and into adulthood that was the uh, only book he claimed he ever read. Yep. Uh, so that's solid, you know, a lot of research and stuff. He, uh, I think that. The one of the things I read is that that led him to believe that the Earth was flat. Yeah, like he whole was. Life. He was a flat earther right up till mm-hmm. the end. He was all about that uh, paper layout <laughs> or whatever. Do you what think, think some people who read the Bible uh, don't really give a shit about the religious aspect? They just hate reading. And when they hear the only book you'll ever have to read, they're like, yeah, if it'll get me out of the other ones. Let me read the worst book yeah. for that. It's a bad Let book pa- to start on, to be honest. You're right. It is. Yeah, it's really like. It's very dense. Like, do I like, eat this plate of poop or do I just like stretch it out over a bunch like, of meals? Open up with Harry Potter and then move on to the Bible. <laughs> That's, yeah. It That's how you a, build a person. It was a picture Bible, guys, all right? We're, all right. Uh, so uh, in the 1830s, there's this thing called the Great Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Boyers, uh, I'm going to be mispronouncing a lot of stuff. Uh, they start moving away from where their old colonies were because, like, the British people, you know, the British Empire, they're the big dogs on the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just 
taking and dominating and stuff. So the boars get upset. And they I've start- got to say, so you've got boars, which sounds... I'll be honest, extremely close to Borg to me. And you've got the great track. I'm beginning to think that Gene Roddenberry just picked up a book on this and went to town. Well, you're going to really be surprised when the Ferengi show up in this. Oh, believe me, you are going to dig my alternate history, baby. (laughs) uh, (laughs) They're doing this great track, and that is like, in the formative years, that's how Paul Kruger grows up. So he's like in this like Oregon Trail kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Like he's moving on wagons this, this whole time. Uh, and they're also fighting uh, the natives. You know, they're there too. The, the, the people that he's a part of, the Boreers. Uh, <laughs> it keeps getting further and further away. It's going to be ten syllables by the end of the podcast. The Falcon cannot hear the Falconer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're they're upset at the British uh, because they implemented a lot of rules uh, like English only was one of them. And the other one that they didn't agree with was no slavery. They were totally mm. uh, not cool. They were like, we want some slavery. Uh, so they're was, moving away. When you said English only, I was prepping the joke. Sounds like the rules at every Cracker Barrel, but then I'm not sure about the second one. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if anyone else saw that news story about the uh, the, the couple, couple traveling across the country who are just cracker. one short of visiting every Cracker oh. Barrel in the country. <laughs> but they are heroes and patriots. Let's say, man, life and goals. I hope they fall just short because that would be way more tragic. Yeah. They... <laughs> Man, did I just say that? Did I just, curse? did I just oh curse an old couple? That would make a great, like, Alexander Payne movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. One thing I did read is that Paul Kruger's family had owned no slaves, and they were actually pretty cool with the British. So they were just kind of going along with the trek. Just uh, with the, the pro-slavery people. Yeah, they're just like, you know, we're here. It's conditions we're in, I, you know. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. So in 1836, at 11 years old, he gets into his first battle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're they're attacked by, like, the tribal people and stuff. Uh, the Zulus were mad at him and stuff. Um, and he kind of becomes this, like, crazy frontier dude. You know, he's mm-hmm. like Indiana Jones in it. Like he's shooting tigers and, and rhinos and stuff like in his teen years. Uh, and there's like a crazy story during this time of him. Uh, at one point, he has an elephant gun. It blows up and blows off part of his thumb. Mm-hmm. He wraps his hand in tissue paper, goes back to camp and treats it with turpentine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And then he starts getting gangrenous marks. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So the doctors, of course, are, are like, you should get that looked at. We want to cut off your hand. Uh, More turpentine, maybe. Yeah, yeah. This is... That's, that's science the, at the time, you know? The least funny one of those Elmer Fudd jokes where his gun blows up in his face <laughs> that I've ever heard. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
so his his hand is is getting mangled. He's getting the gangrene. What he does instead of letting doctors look at it is he takes a pocket knife and just cuts off the parts of his hand he doesn't approve of, <clears throat> and then he sticks that part into a freshly killed goat. Nah. That's that's the remedy. <laughs> that's wow. <laughs> So it's almost oh, that, look. It's alternative medicine. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's holistic. It's uh, <laughs> whole in being. The, it's goat holistic. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so this is he, almost timely with the most recent uh, Game of Thrones episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty gnarly. Uh, but apparently that supposedly cures them. I don't know how. Uh, that's you know the magic of the time. Uh, apparently his wound heals so advice you know go find a goat <laughs> so like we can't prove anything right this is not a definitive fda approved statement that's right but but maybe put your finger in a goat yeah if you got some gangrene if you have gangrene yeah which is strangely has been the slogan of this podcast since episode one i know i've been waiting we've been waiting for we've been waiting for the right opportunity we've been waiting for the payoff to for maybe put your finger in a goat finger in a goat if you stub your toe put it in a cat we Um, were trying to bait people into it for 48 episodes (laughs) no one bit we're going to just announce right now our maybe put your finger in the goat t-shirts that we have available now at uh, our Patreon page. The new sponsor, the dead goat yeah, company. Of uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, he becomes a burghar. I don't know if that's pronounced right either. Burger. Burger. Uh, you know, hey, they pronounced it how I wanted to say it. It's the right one. Uh, so, like, I guess at 16... They let him choose from two 6,000-acre farms. They just give it to him. I don't know who's giving it up to give it to him, but uh, he gets a farm, and he marries a lady named Maria Duplessis, who's 14 years old at the time. He's 16. They're, you know, prime time for marriage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they, they get married. He becomes what's called a field cornet. Which is like an administrator slash military guy, because yeah. you know when when you're living out of wagons in in Oregon Trail time type stuff, you need to serve multiple hats, you know. <laughs> serve multiple hats, or whatever the phrase is. I don't know about words. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, top hat. Sorry, I gotta go. I have to go answer to baseball cap real quick. That's right. <laughs> Propeller beanie. Give me a minute. Jesus, get off my ass. Uh, I want to help Fez, but he never fucking tips. <laughs> That's not. I feel like that could be interpreted as some kind of. Yeah, I was a. <laughs> but it's not. I was about to hold your feet to the fire, sir. It was just the first hat. I let's change it for bowler. Bowler yeah. hat. Yeah, is a bad tipper. <laughs> 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 All right. We well, cut about 20 minutes of racist hat there, jokes from this yeah, episode. There's, there's a lot of ethnic hat yeah, we're the hat. Jeff Dunham of hats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, this hat is talking. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So he's he's a dude. He's like making it. He's got his, his kid wife because he's a kid and stuff. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, Britain's Britain's annexing more stuff. Uh, his he's going he goes on this mission 
to meet with like these dudes from Portugal to like work out a border and stuff because you know like every country at this time is just like hey I want to pillage Africa and they're like no I want right. to take the stuff <laughs> so anyway he's going to Portugal he meets with those dudes along the, along the way or like somewhere during that time uh, Maria dies his wife from fever you know and so he just marries her cousin Jezina Duplessis mm. or J- Gezina I'm not sure once again. <laughs> Uh, you know, all something these, like what, that one. I'm not even going to take a stab at. And basically, there's this movement that they want to like unite the people that he's a part of, <laughs> the Beorors. Uh, <laughs> what else we got here? Oh yeah, he meets this dude Pretorius. There's like a dude who's mm-hmm. like a. There's these guys called War Trekkers at the time, and they're like the chief. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you say Vor Trekkers? Vor Trekkers. Vor oh, okay. Trekkers? Yeah. All right. Much better. Uh, not Borg Trekkers, but they are. Oh, I said uh, Vor, which is much Vor. scarier than Borg. Vor. <laughs> Vor. Yeah. Vor. Anyway. All right. Weird fetishes aside. Uh, <laughs> Pretorius is like this. He's he's one of these like Trek leader dudes. You know, I'm leading you guys around. There's a whole bunch of them. There's like there's like Pot Guyer and all these other guys. Uh, anyway, Pretorius like takes a liking to Kruger and he's like a big you know come with me I'm exploring stuff guy and so they end up kind of like coming to this sort of shaky iffy piece with the Brits because they want to be recognized as an independent state uh, it's kind of like this will they won't they thing that just keeps like, it keeps happening for like the rest of the time basically uh, Britain makes deal with the Boers and they're like hey no more slavery and they're like, okay, uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> so what happens is there's this battle. Uh, like Zulus stuff come in, they're slaughtering, they're fighting, they're mad. They're all the war stuff is going on, you know. And they they come uh, along to this dude's uh, this famous dude's house. What's his name? Livingston Livingstone. Mm-hmm. Famous British dude. He's he's like a he's you know he's another episode probably fancy guy. People like him. They come across his estate. What happened? Like his mother. <laughs> just. The... <laughs> so, have right. you met my boy? He's very fancy. Yeah, people love him. He's a fancy lad. <laughs> the, the people are in, in. Yeah. All right. So anyway, the importance of this is they come to this dude's estate. The reason that this this kind of like incident is important is part of the deal that the Brits had with the the, the Boreyars was uh, no more slavery. And then the Boers told the English, uh, hey, but you can't ally with the quote-unquote colored peoples, right? So I feel like there battle, was probably never much risk of that if I know 18th century British people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, you know, they, uh, <laughs> it's true. Uh, so anyway, they come to Livingstone's property. They, f- they claim that they found... Uh, like a weapons repair facility. And like that is kind of what makes things kind of break down because they're like, hey, mm-hmm. you're you're going back on the deal. You're secretly helping these dudes with the weapons. God, this is like fucking Saddam Hussein fucking Ex- all over this again. Is, this is like, I don't know, like a weapon regular destruction. I don't know what it like muskets count as, <laughs> uh, but or whatever kind of guys they had. But that's kind of the deal is like there's there's like a shakiness because they find that they think they're breaching them and the 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 BRRs they're uh taking 
what they it's a word I can't pronounce. Basically, they start taking what they consider to be indentured servants that they're mm. uh, teaching and raising the right way. It's slavery under another name, and so things break down. Uh, everybody's mad at each other. Uh, there's a battle that happens. Uh, Kruger once again escaping these crazy wounds. He gets hit by shrapnel in the head. It just knocks him out. <laughs> he doesn't end up with a plate or nothing. Uh, that's, that's when they learned to stop using coconuts as shrapnel. Also. <laughs> there was a two-week period where he didn't remember who he was. <laughs> until another coconut bomb <laughs> fixed the, most, the condition. The most fortunate cannon strike in history. <laughs> Pretorius dies in 1852. His son takes over. Pretorius' son, and he makes Kruger commandant. All right, mm-hmm. he's like a—it's a big rank. I don't know what they all do, but it's fancy. He's—he's—he's mm-hmm. he's, he's kind of like a military dude and stuff. Um, <laughs> that was his previous rank. Yeah. So Pretorius's kid gets into trouble. Pretorius's kid is like, "Hey, man, the Brits said they would give me all this land. I own all this stuff." And everybody's like, "I don't know what the hell you're talking about, right?" So that causes turmoil. There's conflict. Suddenly, civil war. All right. Between the between the wanting independence and the tribes, there's also people who disagree ideologically. During this time, this is kind of like ongoing political stuff. It's pretty boring. During this time, Kruger wanders into the wild without food or water passes out (laughs) some people find him near death he calls that a religious experience and starts a church that's a (laughs) that's what we call the classic mccandles (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just, he founds a church, the Doppers, and they're like way crazy. You know, he only read one book, so, you know, he, a lot of it is And it is wasn't into like, the wild, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How to survive. No, none of that. It was, you know, go out in the desert, I guess. Um, anyway, Civil War, stuff's happening. There's a church. Uh, the British annex more stuff. Oh yeah, during this time he kind of becomes a suit during this time, less less with the fighty. Like he's he fights during the Civil War, right? He's oh, doing I thought the... he said became a soup during this time. <laughs> yeah, what a weird way to end your story. <laughs> he kind of became a soup during this time, and uh, I guess that's it. Anyway, he's a corn chowder now. Oh, yeah, he lives all, on in all of our hearts. Paul Borscht Kruger uh, <laughs> takes like a wet hot American summer style twist. <laughs> Uh, let's see where are we at? Um, okay, yeah. So, well, during this time, he's he's becoming a politician. The only part that like about that that's really kind of funny is that the some of the diplomats that meet with him in Europe describe him as incredibly ugly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and boy, howdy, were they right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, man, that's that's brutal. When like before, lots of pictures. When a diplomat you, is like, yeah, listen. Dude. Normally, I'm very diplomatic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna. But damn, you ugly. So all the politics stuff is happening somewhere along the line with all this politics, and he becomes president. He's considered kind of a. a, He becomes president when when. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Boer War One happens. Let's Mm -hmm. do that. Boer War One. That's where they're like fighting the Brits, and they give them a little bloody nose. You know, the big empire. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know, they're trying to pimp them, and they're just like, no, and they punch them. (laughs) And the Brits get a bloody nose. They're like, oh, no. And so uh, 
<laughs> Your British voice is strangely like a leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Kruger is a civilian only in this war. Like his fighting days are over. Like I said, mm-hmm. he became a suit. So uh, <laughs> he's just he's just he sold you know, out the troops though from his body. Yeah, right, right. yeah took took his Ramones poster off the wall. <laughs> totally, yeah, just sold out. He's he's not doing any of the shooting and and, and all the other war stuff, the running, the gunning. Uh, Wears long sleeves to cover his tattoos. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a snazzy haircut. Um, all right, so anyway, he's a politician during that time. Between the first and second one, he becomes president. Uh, and while president, he gets involved in the corruption uh, trial. He, he, he pardons a dude who's basically a grifter, and everybody kind of gets kind of iffy with him. Uh, while he's president, there's also a gold rush that happens in that part of town, in that part of the world. And all kinds of people from all over, you know, they got the gold fever, the dwarfs, the Australians, all the people. Uh, they start showing up. <laughs> and... I, I like. I don't know who should be more offended by that. Do you mean fantasy race? Do you mean like? Is it like the Middle Earth? So the Middle Earth sense of of the, yeah. yeah it's, okay, it's everybody okay, and his there brother. We go. All right, everybody. Okay, yeah. Yes, Australia. The <laughs> Fellowship arrives, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 game on, man. There's gold, you know. Australians who are, of course, all half orcs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's right next to New Zealand. It makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> they all show up, uh, and you know, progress happens, man. There's gold. There's like integration of of like people, and it's real weird that the that the like Dutch are like, hey, man, you're foreigners to. When they're, you know, we all see what's going on here. Anyway, uh, trains happen. There's a big linking. And in Britain, Britain, you know, being the big dogs, they never went away. They start kind of like finagling with the other cultures. You know, they're like, hey, Germans, you guys want to kind of get Sorry, in on I this? Sorry, I just pictured Winston Churchill wearing a big dog T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's normally how I picture Joe Biden. And it's just one of those things <laughs> that's adorable to me. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh. So, anyway, politics, everybody's doing this. Uh, Boer War 2 breaks out, the return. Um, the Brits win. That's basically it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but so all this politics, it's real boring. That's why I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. So, Boer War 2 breaks out. When, when that war breaks out, uh, our dude is 74 years old, all right? So, he's like an old man. He can't do anything other than uh, just kind of do more politicking and talking like he's been doing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brits win. They beat the living hell out of the, the, the Boers because they're an empire and they, you know, do things. Uh, as things turn south for the, the people, uh, he just dips. He's just like, I'm out. I'm going to Europe. Take it easy. I'm an old man. Uh, <laughs> him and him man, and old men can get away with ending so many of their sentences that way. Yeah. Just, just peace out. All right. Uh, he leaves, uh, him and Jazina are still together, you know, and all this time they had 16 kids, uh, not all still around, you know, it's, that's how science went back then. A lot of, you know, they were out of goats and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. Bury the child in a goat. You mean at this point in his life, not all the kids were still around. I thought you were saying not all the kids are still around today. And I was like, yeah, I'm not super surprised by that fact. <laughs> I mean, his, his dad lived for a hundred years, you know, but yeah, they're like Methuselah people yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Methuselah people, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, he goes, 
He leaves. Uh, he's upset because a lot of the a lot of the politicking and everything, you know, he feels betrayed by Germany and all these other people who are supposed to help him. He bums around Europe. He's on the French Riviera. Eventually, he dies in Switzerland, and that's pretty much it for for Mr. Kruger. He helped. He helped. Uh, you know, found the the republic, the whole the whole Orange Free State, the Switzerland people. He helped kind of found that. He was like a president. He kind of you know had a lot of weird beliefs. Uh, you know, he took, he ended up, did take in one of those, not a slave, but he took one of the indentured servant slaves, you know, he, he took one of those at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, people, people kind of are split on him and that's his story, man. He did some, yeah. some things and that's it with him. <laughs> All right, Jose, thank he did you. Some, I feel like he did some things and that's it. Could be. That's like a, that's like a Kurt Vonnegut headstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, One day I am not going to do my research for either the true or fictional story and I'm going to come here and that's going to be it. That's all I'm going to give you for that week. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, my, uh, my alternate history, s- some shades of, shades of difference there. Um, so uh, Paul Kruger was uh, on the gray track, was a Trekkie. Uh, as we, uh, he, uh, he established joined, uh, the group established, asked and answered. Um, uh, the group of uh, Boers who were walking away from British colonial rule, uh, and they were able to get away because they made paper paper mache figures of themselves and tricked all the British, and that's how they got a head start. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So, so it was a classic Home Alone. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> classic Birdman of Alcatraz. No, wait, uh, Escape from Alcatraz. Uh, I got my Alcatraz movies mixed up. Uh, anyway, The Rock. Um, so he walks all the way from, uh, the Cape Colony to, uh, the Transvaal, which is like sort of where Mozambique is now, uh, which is a very long way. But the whole time he was wearing Skechers brand shape up shoes. So when he got there, his ass looked amazing. (laughs) Okay. Was this alternate story... Paid for by Skechers. <laughs> it's the is is his uh, tombstone gonna read? It's the S. Paul Kruger. It's the S. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember their slogan. Um, Any hoozle. Um, so anyway, because of his tight ass, uh, Bowers, who were not very well educated people, but total suckers for a great can, made him their leader. Um, he was actually uh, often heard to remark. <laughs> the world may be flat, but this ass is round, and then air horns were just popping off <laughs> everywhere. Um, so one day, the British come over the mountain, uh, as it were, and uh, say they got a lot of dudes mining gold, and we need you to give them voting rights. And the natives were like, "Um, guys, what's up? What's going on?" Uh, and Kruger pulls his team aside. And it's like, we're going to take these guys to war, right? And his uh, his advisor, Butchie, is like, eh, you have to make it at least look like you tried. Uh, so they kind of negotiate with each other a little bit. Um, and, uh, like, they uh, the Brits do the same, uh, blah, blah, blah. And they have this whole argument where it's like, you're racist, but a slightly different kind of racist than we are. So we need to fight each other. Um <laughs> And the natives seeing that argument are like, we know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the Boer War happens, and 
the all the troops are inspired because they're like, I die for that ass. Uh, <laughs> and also because I am incredibly, incredibly racist. <laughs> Not like the British, who are merely incredibly racist. <laughs> um, so they shoot each other a bunch. Um, the the British have like more dudes and more bullets, so they win, uh, which is war. Um, and Kruger formulaic. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's been I, just, to, I just solved war, everyone. We don't have to fight another one again. <laughs> just the country with more money wins. <laughs> Wait, I think that that causes more problems. It's been done to death. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> Damn Vietnam for <laughs> for fucking that up for me. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Kruger packs up his sweet dumper and goes into exile. Um, and before he dies, he vows that he will get back at the British where they can't possibly catch him uh, in their dreams. In their dreams, yeah, Whoa. of course. Yeah, uh, and uh, he haunts the British dreams, uh, making them just slightly more racist than they were before. <laughs> uh, and that's basically the story of Paul Kruger. Uh, they can't sketchers, hear him coming because of the, the sketchers. Ass. That is a weird sort of revenge he enacted on them yeah, to just... It, it, it kind of worked for them accumulating power for a few years. <laughs> and then in retrospect, it kind of like it, it's like yeah. several generations down the line is when in 150 revenge. years, about half of the population is going to be super embarrassed by this. <laughs> <laughs> that was his big revenge scheme. Yeah. Not great at revenge. I will say <laughs> great with the Bible, um, except the, the kindness and not, war and slavery parts yeah there was a lot of thou shalt not murder that he you know he you know <laughs> he could like he maybe couldn't have read all that well yeah maybe yeah. he said he maybe he thought it said thou shalt murder yeah well you know the pictures were hard to decipher that's really yeah the problem and to be fair if you're just reading certain portions of the bible and just looking at the pictures you would yeah. get the impression that like oh i need to murder a bunch of people and yeah. that's the alternate history uh sorry that's the alternate history of Paul Kruger. Um, before we get to judgment, real quick, listeners, um, as always, we ask that you uh, write and rate and review uh, the podcast on iTunes because that is super helpful to us. And we've gotten so many, and thank you to everyone who's done yep. that so far. But Especially written reviews are the best, and you don't have to write anything mean. You can just write... Maybe put your thumb in this goat, and that'll be it. <laughs> yeah, iTunes algorithm doesn't check, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're giving away medical secrets here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. This is like the that, – that is like actually a Dr. Oz-level medical secret where it's yeah. not actually helpful <laughs> and probably very harmful. Um, so iTunes, uh, you can visit the website, revisionistpodcast.com. There you can uh, read news, ask us a question, leave us a comment, and uh, find links to all of our other stuff. And our, uh, especially our Patreon page, where, as we talked about before, you can help support the show. And one of the rewards is voting on episode outcomes, mm -hmm. which that will be open uh, when this episode goes up. Uh, and also we have the t-shirts that uh, Jeff Tice designed that are amazing. And once we run out of that, we'll have to do the fucking goat shirt. Um, <laughs> uh, and also Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're on all of those. Um, Jose, 
you just got on to High Plains Comedy Festival. Yeah, August 24th through the 26th. There will be, you know, actual good comics on there with mm. me. Uh, so, yeah, come hang out, uh, everybody. Hell it's yeah. It's going to be rad. That's going to be an awesome show. Um, Zach, back episodes of Stage of Fools are always available. Oh, that is true. Uh, don't know when the next season starts, but I think they've started filming it, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts about that show is you have to follow news about the Royals. <laughs> and it's it seems like an extra form of torture. <laughs> <laughs> a little fortunately bit. it rolls out extremely slowly to be honest with you <laughs> that seems that seems well i don't know maybe that is more fortunate i feel like <laughs> this may shock you but i feel like there's less people clamoring for uh the royals news than say game of thrones news <laughs> <laughs> true um as for me nighttime tonight happens the third thursday of every month and the next one is going to be august 17th uh, come check that out if you are in Denver. It's at the Deer Pile at 9 o'clock. Hell yeah. Um, also, uh, I still at that issue of Cherry Magazine where I have a fiction piece uh, is still available. Uh, the fall issue will come out in September. And if you can't track down a hard copy of that or if you're not in the Denver area, you can go to uh, Cherry Magazine's Patreon page and for a, I believe, $3 an issue – uh, donation and they come out like four four times a year um you can get a digital issue and there's a lot of really great writing in there so you should check that out um but zach uh i believe judgment falls to you this episode yes it does um so clearly brian admitted early on that he wrote the alternate <laughs> history in about 20 minutes <laughs> last night and I wish I hadn't said anything because no one could have told. Um, and that was maybe evidenced by the fact that he did go for the Freddy Krueger reference. The first thing everybody thought of when they saw the title of this episode. Yep. <laughs> but um, I'm also going to say there is one thing that may save him. One, we haven't had an alternate history win in a surprisingly long time. <laughs> and two... I guess there could be some fun to be had with the idea that perhaps to this day, all British people are haunted by a Freddy Krueger stand-in with a nice butt. That could, we could oh, do something with that, maybe. Terrible face. Yeah, you know, whatever. We'll find some Brit Winston Churchill episode where <laughs> he has a disconcerting dream. Oh, by the um, way, Winston Churchill in the Boer War is an insane story. Um, if you read, like, if you read a lot of history, uh, Candace Millard's Hero of the Empire is an amazing book. I don't particularly like Winston Churchill all that much. Like, I don't hate him, but he's whatever to me. But that book is amazing. Uh, check that out. Nice. Plug for a person who has never heard of us. Uh, and with <laughs> All right. Why don't you buy that book and read it in some sketchers mm -hmm. and, you know, have a nice night um, mm -hmm. while putting your and finger in a goat. And tone and put your <laughs> finger in a goat. <laughs> so, yeah, for the reason that it's been a number of weeks without an alternate and I think we need a good shake up, I'm going to actually submit my vote for the alternate this time. <sighs> All right. Well, it's upset. Mm, I was, believe me. I was not <laughs> expecting that in the 17th minute of writing that. 
<laughs> um, listeners, the you know, a lot less racism in the alternate. And there's a Skechers. There's, you yeah. know, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm for it. It's it's got like that hip new Skechers attitude yeah, that everyone's yeah, yeah. been yeah. looking for. I'll be honest, Jose. Both Brian and I received a lot of money from Skechers. <laughs> Skechers is now out. of We're business. talking fifteen, sixteen dollars. <laughs> And they both each gave us one right shoe. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's just half off your next pair. Um, well, listeners, voting is now open. Uh, for everyone here at The Revisionists, I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. Have a... I'm Jose McCall. Oh. <laughs> you just, you raised your hand so slowly. I just... Have a good time. 